Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Yeah, what a great show we have for you today. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basili, and we come to you live like about 14 hours of live radio each week, and you can almost count on twice as much in archives and replays. It is with great joy that I am, I am so thrilled to be with you tonight. What an incredible day today has been for me on air. People say to me, how do you do it? You know, how do you do so much of of radio? And I just think to myself, oh, my goodness, I get to talk to the most incredible people, and I'm so interested in how their lives have taken the turns that, that, that they take sometimes. And so I get to wrap up my day by introducing you to someone who has such an interesting interesting perspective her work is amazing and for most of us we think about some of the things she writes about and some of the things she teaches about but we know very little about christina birgo is joining us here today and she is the author of yes she's an author but more importantly she is someone that takes her message out she reaches out to people across the country, and she talks about how we can understand the spiritual sides of our lives and how things are connected. Christina is joining me here today as the author of The Tao of Tarot, and we're going to talk with her about what this book means, but more importantly, what does our lives mean? What happens to us in our dream time? What do we know about ourselves or not know about ourselves? And how do these dreams play a part in who we are today? I was just talking with someone earlier today, and they said to me, you know, my mother dreams all the time. They said, you must dream an awful lot, Pat. Your life seems to be such an imaginary place. And I thought, I've got to talk to Christina about this because I don't dream a lot. Christina, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Pat, and what a lovely introduction you just made for me. Thank you. It's so great to have you here, um, and there's so much to talk about. I want to start by talking about you um, right out of the gate. I often wonder about how folks come upon the path that they're on. And so I've got to ask you, you know, what is it that you had to do? What obstacles did you have to move beyond? You know, what dreams did you have for your life to bring you to this very moment? Well, I do think um, sometimes as dreamers we have a big dream experience and it can guide us in life um, many years later. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the case for me. Um, Probably about 12 years ago, it was Thanksgiving Day. We had had our lovely family get together on the coast of Oregon and um, everybody else was asleep, but I couldn't sleep, so I was reading a book. And I happened upon a chapter that seemed interesting on fears. And I just thought, oh, that sounds interesting, mildly interesting. I'll give it a read. And as I was going, I was suddenly struck by how many fears and um, had stopped me from living my creative potential and being who I really was. So I was looking back at times when I didn't try out for, like, the high school play because I was scared of failure, um, afraid to be vulnerable, and un unwilling to put myself out there, even though it was something that I was passionate about and other times in my life as well. And so that, that experience, that aha, led to this, this vision. It led to a great understanding of, okay, I'm off my path and it's time now to redirect it. But I had this beautiful vision. And in the dream, I saw this Native American woman 
and she had her right hand up, her left hand down, and she was floating up into the sky, spiraling around her beautiful long black hair in the wind and wearing a a white leather um, ceremonial dress. And as I watched her float up several times, she transformed, and she became an angel, and then she became pure light. And that dream um, has really prompted me along to, um, and also the insight I had from that aha moment to change my life. I left a, a career in the Coast Guard, and I studied oriental medicine, and also because that dream experience also seemed to open up something inside of my heart, and it was almost like this this um, repressed um, creative part of me and these maybe repressed emotions kind of burst forth and I felt it as as kind of my chest thumping outward and this achy pain came that led me to energy work, that led me to oriental medicine and learning about Qigong. And with Qigong, my dreams kind of unfolded further and, and I continued to have these dreams of spirals. And following that, I traveled around the world and... Um, followed my dreams further, and it led to the creation of my book. And so um, it really changed my life, and it led to you know, a creative endeavor as a teacher and as a, um, as a writer. And, um, yeah, very rewarding, just like you said with your life. You know, things prompt us, and, and what a joy to help others connect with their dreams and their own intuitive wisdom. It's such a gift. I'm so glad you said that because that's what we're going to talk about tonight is, you know, how to help our listeners, the folks that tune in and have, you know, followed the show for so many years, been extremely supportive. Um, but I remember saying today I happened to be on the other side of a microphone, so to speak, and I was being interviewed. And someone said to me, how the heck did somebody from the Bronx end up you, know, you doing the kind of talk radio that you do? And it was a really short interview, and, and so I said to them exactly kind of what you said. I said, I woke up one day, and I found myself at a different place of my life. But I had more questions, Christina, than I had answers. Mm-hmm. So what you do is it seems like you help us understand the symbolisms that show up in our dreams and in our lives, and yet at the same time aren't some symbolisms or some symbols completely misunderstood. Oh, definitely. I would say um, that's correct. And I think that, you know, we're each unique and we'll have um, different messages come in dreams, but there is an underlying pattern and um, a process that we go to kind of as we follow our destiny and find our authentic self and maybe also purify purify our past and and let our, our souls maybe put on their wings and fly. Um, and that's kind of what it's about. But there are, you know, whenever I think there have been symbols with negative connotations with judgment, um, the question I, I, I think of for myself and recommend others is to, okay, if it's, how does your heart feel when you, with judgment, you know, and judgment is such a constricting feeling mm-hmm. I feel on the heart. And so it's, it's often looking at, okay, maybe sometimes people misinterpreted things. Sometimes intuitive wisdom scared people. And um, maybe that's where a lot of some of the negative connotations of certain symbols, such as a snake, um, came from. And so part of this is also to show people that these symbols come up in their dreams and rather to be scared and um, push it away, to, to look at it on another perspective, at a higher plane maybe. And looking at cultures around the world, if we look at them from a sacred perspective, an objective, mythical um, perspective, we gain um, higher insight into what what their meaning is to us and how they can help us. Well, and you know, in the book, what you're doing is you're bringing together what some people have called sort of this this trilogy of spirituality. And you know, when we talk about tarot, and there are many people that have a perspective about that, and then we talk about you know the Tao. That's one thing, and then we talk about Qigong. People see it as okay, that's something different. How is it that you've come to look at what most people would call these three independent ways of being or states of being, and how have you come to bring them together to have a unified meaning of sorts? That's a great question, and all I can say is that um, I have followed my dreams, and uh-huh. I didn't know anything about the tarot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never taken a class on it. Um, but when I started to, I'd seen some, and I had friends who had, um, 
you know, shown me some of the cards. But when I started to dream of these images and, and certain parts of the image, it, it was focusing on something, and, and I would question, okay, I don't have the answer. Like you said earlier, you had more questions than answers. Sometimes that's what dreams do. They make us question things, and then if we're interested and we, we want to learn more about things, we can research it. And we have so many good tools now. The Internet's available. There are great um, resources to look things up as well. And so it just kind of led me on this path. And so, you know, the dreams kind of prompted me into oriental medicine and a little bit of oriental medicine. The foundations are um, Taoism and Buddhism, the inner tradition. Mm -hmm. So that's how I kind of became familiar with Taoism as a philosophy. Mm-hmm. But you've now interconnected these, you know, Qigong, Dreaming, Tarot, Taoism. I mean, you've done this in such a beautiful way as if it should be so natural for all of us to kind of see the interrelationships, yet we know very little about each. Yes, and that's like... Unless we're you. <laughs> well, and I, I can't, I, you know, I can't, my, my little mind here can't take really credit for it. I really feel like there was, there's this higher aspect that comes mm-hmm. to us, this guidance that we access in our dreams when maybe our limited minds um, are suppressed or, or we are just open to a broader, bigger, higher self um, and spiritual guidance can come through. And all I can say is that I followed that prompt and it, I, and soon, you know, if, if you don't get the message the first time in a dream, it'll usually come back <laughs> and, <laughs> and show you until you get it. And then you move on to the next thing. And that's kind of what happened in my case. And, and that the tarot can be looked at as dreams um, and help guide us. If we have a dream and we compare it to some of the cards of the tarot, just like other wisdom traditions out there like the I Ching, um, the Bible, other things, we can compare our inner experience of dreams to those in the cards and say, okay, here I am in the process, and maybe here's a bigger perspective of what that dream means. And it's really interesting how there are different interpretations, and I want to ask you about this. You know, some folks have said, and I've gotten a few emails from my listeners, uh, instant messages now, of course, uh, about uh, the tarot. And, for example, you know, how sometimes we can misinterpret the symbolism. So when we see in the movies, right, I mean, all of us have seen the movie Ghost or, you know, we, we have the tarot cards and they flip over and the death card shows up and everybody goes, ooh. Uh, you know, there is some interpretation that our pop culture would kind of lay upon us. How is it we can come to know the true meaning of some of the symbols in the dreams and in the tarot deck and, and even beyond that? Well, I think, Dr. Pat, that part of that fear about cards like the death card is we, are fear, we have fears about death in our own lives mm-hmm. um, with those we love as well. So it's also an opportunity when we have an emotion come up to then look at, at it on a deeper perspective and maybe do some deeper healing work. But as dreams, um, as you follow dreams and pay attention when we when we come into those places of crisis and sometimes the loss of a loved one is that crisis we will often get these countering dreams that give us peace of mind that there is a bigger perspective going on than than what we have we see in our limited lives and that there is a lot of beauty with the transition and almost at the next stage in the evolution of, of the individual and so I feel like I've been very fortunate to have such dreams um, when I've lost friends and, um, you know, with family who are dealing with serious health conditions. And it, it definitely has given me a peace and almost a sense of joy for that person's life when they're living and also the continuation of whatever the next step is for that individual. So if um, people haven't had that experience, perhaps by sharing that, it helps them um, move forward and, and gain a little insight into what's going on and also then to work to dream it themselves so that they have um, get more peace of mind and when it's needed in life. And that's the idea, is, I guess, to promote other people to, to start looking at their own dreaming so they can have those experiences as well. It is really quite a fascinating journey. We're going to take a short break when we come back. Oh, brother. Uh, we also want to make sure we take your call. So I, I don't want to, I want to give everybody an opportunity out there that's listening to the show. If you have a question for Christina when we come back, we'd love to get your questions. What kind of dreams are you used to having? What seems to come up in them? Uh, I know that there's some very interesting information in the book that I've got to ask Christina about things that people have told me sometimes that uh, 
she has a very different perspective about it. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. We're thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to have you here tonight. And as I said before, uh, there are many ways for you to uh, chime in and give us a call and 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 make sure that if we get your questions on here, we bring you on, we get them handled. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Is your soul thirsty for love this Valentine's Day? Fill it up with Aqua Mantra's I Am Loved Water and feel the love with every conscious sip. You attract love into your reality when you're overflowing with love from within. Pick up a case of Aqua Mantra's award-winning premium natural spring water that flows from the abundant streams of Mount Palomar, California. Now in our brand new biodegradable and recyclable bottles. On sale at aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Loved. And know you are loved. Are you concerned about a specific health issue? Do you want to know what causes it? Are you ready to tap into the inner wisdom of your body and listen to what it is telling you? It's a scientific fact that your health condition, present circumstance, and excess weight are not the result of your diet, exercise regime, or genetic makeup. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions all directly and specifically influence all your body functions, including heart rate, digestion, and organs. Anger is stored in the liver, resentment is stored in the gallbladder, and lack of support shows up in your back. Our bodies give us clues to how we have been thinking, feeling, and acting. Dr. Cal specializes in interpreting these clues, ignites your inner healer, and guides you step-by-step to continuous, positive, and lasting health changes. When you change your mind, you change your life. Get in your driver's seat today. Visit AskDrKel.com. That's A-S-K. D-R-K-E-L dot com. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit TheInspiredCoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit TheInspiredCoach.com. E-Cloth, the only cleaning solution you'll ever need. E-Cloth's fiber function does the cleaning, not a chemical reaction. Also, no paper towels or chemicals to buy, so you'll save lots of money. And E-Cloths are guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. The whole time, safer for you, your family, the environment, and saving you lots of money. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit macaroot.com. That's M A C A root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Neshama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Neshama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Neshama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance. Take control of your health and vitality and build your foundation for wellness with Neshama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. Remember, 
For our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets, where true wellness begins. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Christina Briogo is joining us here today, and she's got a great book, The Tao of Tarot. And we're talking about dreams. We're talking about Tarot. We're talking about symbolism. You know, we're talking about what some of the meanings are from what we create how we create it, and how we get to pay attention to that that inner voice, that sometimes beyond, you know, all reason, there is an insight. You know, beyond the fields, there is a place that we get to go. And so today, we get to talk with her. I want to make sure all of you know that if you've got questions, you want to give us a shout on the show, please do that. You can give us a call toll-free. 888-815-9756. That's 888-815-9756. We'll take your calls, questions about dreams, questions about tarot, questions that you might have in interpreting the symbolism in your life. Christina, thank you so much for, for joining the show today. You know, as I said earlier, there's so many questions we, we can, or so many things we can talk about, but I think that from the writing the book and your own personal journey, there's such a level of learning that can happen in our lives. And yet sometimes we don't see it. You know, we're clouded by our fear and our doubt and we don't see it. What is it that you've been able to learn and can share with us as to how to move from those places of fear and doubt to that place of courage, as Krishna Das said to me today? Well, I think, um, Dr. Pat, that that is something, a very human experience, and we will have situations, either it comes up internally or something in our lives that brings about fear, um, brings about anger, um, dark night of the soul that shifts us off of our balance, and that's when we probably need insight more than any other time. Um, for me, it's, it's about coming back to the body, coming back to the breath, and the body is a great way to kind of get away from that that judging, limited thinking mind that um, separates and um, keeps us in, in that fear state sometimes. And when we get back to the body, it's almost like coming home. And that's mm-hmm. where Qigong has been really helpful for me. And with the Qigong I practice, it's kind of a, a means to letting the body move and letting that wisdom kind of guide guide the self. So it's getting back to the body, back to that innate wisdom. And then... It's a, a purifying technique somehow. It's like um, it's clearing, clearing like the um, we have a mist maybe sometimes or a fog around us in a sense when we're yeah. feeling fear and things like mm-hmm. that. So it somehow energetically it's it's like purifying the waters, the waters of energy that flow through us, and with that go obstructions, limitations, toxins, whether it's um, um, emotional toxins or physical toxins or or um, mental state that's very toxic. And by getting back to the body and moving, it's a way to clear that. It's the purification work. And um, and then we kind of get that state of groundedness, centeredness, and and confidence to move forward. Um, and that's, that's important. I think that over time, having a tool, and that's where I think Qigong and I think the wisdom of Qigong is in the tarot and in our dreams, and that's part of that trilogy in a sense, that we, we do, we, we get the insight from the dreams as well. The intuitive guidance says, okay, this isn't so bad, or how about look at this direction, or okay, let's, let's look at the big picture, what's really going on, and, and on a spiritual level, things um, are a lot brighter than sometimes they appear in our lives. So over time with dreams that show us that, we do develop courage and we develop faith, and, and that... Um, that helps us get on and, and move forward and come out and back on path when we need it. 
Now, do you work with people, um, for example, on a show like this, do you work with people, your clients, uh, in working with the tarot cards now? I mean, this was new to you at one time. You know, how do you incorporate them into your connection and the work that you do with folks to help them understand some of the things that may be going on in their lives? Well, I often will talk to clients, and that's probably how mostly we dialogue, or I dialogue one-on-one with people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll tell about a dream, and I'll say, oh, well, that reminds me of this card, and um, say it's the fool. And so the fool is stepping off into the unknown. And, and, you know, you could apply that with fears, for example. It feels like we are going into the unknown, but the unknown can be scary. So um, dreams will often reflect these different cards. And so somebody might have one of falling off a, um, a waterfall and not knowing if they're going to land safely. And so we can explore that and compare compare and get some insight in, through the sharing and dialogue about some of the symbolism of the card that um, helps them see that and, and perhaps shift the experience in the dream. And they may have then a subsequent dream that shows that they have um, resolved the issue at hand. And I think that's that's part of the journey as well as those aha moments or the or whatever is beneath maybe those dreams, especially those nightmare dreams. Oh, yeah that um, mm-hmm. we can resolve, and um, they are just a reflection of our inner self. So if we can resolve that, we move forward in our inner work, but also in our in our lives, moving forward with more courage and confidence. How have some of your dreams and your dream experience helped you in understanding things may, that may be going on in the outer world? Um, I mean, how, how has have dreams either clarified an issue with you, and I know that there were some of your dream and dream experience that were involved with your dad. So mm-hmm. how has this played out in your life? Well, um, I would say dreaming has probably helped me in, in so many areas, whether it's mm-hmm. finding areas that I have um, held some toxic emotion in my body and helped clear that, um, changing careers, um, forgiving people, and that's, yes. that's a healing as well. And then there's those times of crisis, such as when my dad was a hostage in Iraq, where um, your life feels like it's just been tipped upside down, and you're you're in this whirlwind and looking for stability and grounding to help be constructive and move forward. Um, and that's what happened to me, you know. And I I I had a dream, and and that was the first night, and that dream really helped me. And do you want me to explain the dream, or should I just? I would of... love for you to do that. That would be great. Okay. Well, in the dream, um, I'm walking, and I'm going going south toward the big city, and I'm watching the buildings in the city, and I see that bombs are going off, and and these um, skyscrapers are exploding. Well, somehow in the dream, I knew that if all all twelve buildings would um, explode that everything would be fine so I'm holding my breath and I'm counting the 11th and then the final explosion and then there's just a sense of I sigh a sense of relief and and in the dream before the bombs went off it was a time of war but somehow now with these these um the clearing of these 12 buildings it's now peace and I start turn around and start walking home and people are celebrating in the streets. It's, it's, it's more than like a piece for myself. It's a community celebration. And then at the end of the dream, I wake up. Well, I, I knew in my heart, and it's always good to check in your heart also with um, trying to figure out your dreams. And to me, I felt like this dream really related to my dad's situation, that though it was a very critical situation, I'd just seen him, his face beaten and um guns to mm. his head and and basically being threatened to his life and um but yet here was an inner experience that said um maybe things are bad there are certain steps and i felt like the 12 skyscraper bombings were showing that okay this is probably going to take a little time and some things were needed to be accomplished um represented by the bombing of the buildings but then there would be um some the situation would resolve successfully and um all would be well. So that um, dream really gave me a lot of of peace and stability for a while. But then things were chaotic, continuing to struggle. And um, you know, I think my dad was transferred to an, you know another hostage group held him, and we didn't hear back from um, the captives. And things were getting very hard and difficult again. And then I had another dream, 
it's almost like those times when you really need it if you're open to listening and you have that good communication with your inner self that they come to help you. And in this case, it was a different experience. I was I was outside walking my dog to clear my head, reground again, and I just had this this inexplicable lightness of being, and it was like everything around me. There was like this communication in the wind almost. It was just very subtle but very um, joyful and very peaceful, and I felt that a positive outcome was imminent. Now, I was a little confused by this because things were were a little hard um, in my external waking reality. In fact, for me, it was a real crisis of the soul. Do I trust what's going on in my life or do I trust my inner self? And, you know, the outer life was, you know, my family was preparing for a funeral, what to do with the body. Um, things were really looking serious. And I just said, okay, this is, I just got to know, is, is this it? Do I follow my dreams and my intuition or not? So, but unfortunately, everything resolved, and um, it all had a positive in- outcome. And I was very thankful that I kind of passed that test of faith and um, when I, I try to remember it when I have other times that come up. This is, for many people listening to the show, you know, we all have some kind of images, some kind of dreams. When we come back from break, I'd love to talk to you, Christina, about folks that have dreams when they're sleeping and other folks that have dreams while they're awake. Is there a difference? And is there... Uh, a different way to apply meaning. My very special guest joining me here today, Christina Biergo, is on the Dr. Pat Show. The book is The Tao of Tarot. Um, this is an incredible time. If you've ever had a question about your dreams or about some of the symbols showing up in your life, it would be great if you would just give us a call right here on the show. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back, everyone. Stay tuned. More to come on the Dr. Pat Show. Are you concerned about a specific health issue? Do you want to know what causes it? Are you ready to tap into the inner wisdom of your body and listen to what it is telling you? It's a scientific fact that your health condition, present circumstance, and excess weight are not the result of your diet, exercise regime, or genetic makeup. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions all directly and specifically influence all your body functions, including heart rate, digestion, and organs. Anger is stored in the liver, resentment is stored in the gallbladder, and lack of support shows up in your back. Our bodies give us clues to how we have been thinking, feeling, and acting. Dr. Cal specializes in interpreting these clues, ignites your inner healer, and guides you step-by-step to continuous, positive, and lasting health changes. When you change your mind, you change your life. Get in your driver's seat today. Visit AskDrKel.com. That's A-S-K. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with eCloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to eCloth.com, and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's eCloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic, Linda Dickinson, can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again? Would you like to learn how to take the weight off once and for all? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help thousands of clients reach their goals and stay there. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That's 888-311-7157. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Author, acupuncturist, inspirational teacher, Christina Virgo is joining us here today, sharing important lessons learned from 10 years of dreaming and why dreams offer such incredible guidance to us to help us mature to help us grow, and as we've talked about today, to help us move beyond our stuckness. Christina, before we get into the conversation, could you take a minute and direct people to your website and also how they can find out more about you, especially if you're going to have any appearances uh, on, on, in touring? Oh, definitely. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Um, sure. My, the website is um, www.dowoftarot.com. And it also has um, the cards on the website, and people can click on them and find a little bit of detail on some of the symbolism of the dreams, particularly as relates to um, Chinese medicine, Taoism, the Eastern traditions, which are still very much symbolic in their nature and in their language. Um, And then some events that are coming up is um, tomorrow, which is the 18th. I'm going to be at the East-West Bookstore and that's going to be a free discussion, kind of of the sacred serpent spiral symbolism around the world, as well as the Taoist Qigong connection um, and dreaming connection and how they interrelate. And then there's a workshop going on on Saturday the 20th, and that's in um, Bastyr University in Kenmore. And people can see information on the website or their own, bastyr.edu. And then next week, there's going to be on the Friday the 26th, um, a similar discussion about the symbolism of um, the Tao of dreaming and all that, and that's going to be 8 to 9 at the Friends Philosophy and Tea in, in Bellevue. So those are wow. coming up, it's and excellent. other ones are also on the website. It's really, and you can find Christina's um, you know, tour uh, schedule when you go to the website. I wanted to ask you about the, the idea of dreaming and what we've actually put into two categories, Christina, Okay. Usually there's the expected dreaming where you go to bed at night and you have dreams. Then there's the thing that we call daydreaming. And in our society right now, um, and has been for a while, this thing that you do at night, the dreaming thing that you do at night, seems to get really good status. But this daydreaming thing has really gotten a bad rap. Everything from kids doing it, to now classifications of children with ADD and ADHD. And I wanted to ask you, are they both the same kinds of dreams, and do they have equal importance? Yes, I I would say they are definitely coming from the same source, and Mm. that there's that intuitive inner wisdom that wants to come out. And maybe if we're not remembering the dreams at night, that it'll come out in the day. And I do encourage people to honor, to first realize and maybe broaden their perspective of what dreaming is, to include those aha moments, synchronicities we experience, the daydreaming like you were mentioning, to look at those as dreams as well. Sometimes it's, it's, it's you know, like seeing something, you are walking and you pass a tree, and in the tree you see an image. That's a dream. And that can be interpreted equally as a, as the nighttime dream and also look at the sacred symbolism behind it to see what guidance is trying to come through into waking life to guide to guide the dreamer. And so in the daytime, you know how they say, and I want to ask you about this, there are many people that say, if you have a dream, wake up and write a, you know, sit down right away and, and identify or write down what the dream is because you're not going to remember it. Is that something that should happen during the daytime when people... Um, sort of have these images, have these dreams, have these, you know, they have these symbols show up in, in our conscious state, so to speak. 
I don't know that I always will drop what I'm doing and write it yeah. down those day ones, but I will remember it, especially if it mm-hmm. seems significant. And I think we all have that inner kind of um, prompting to say, okay, this is this is big, or I've now seen this symbol three times, and it's trying to get my attention. Okay, I really need to look at it. And so, but I do to to encourage people to explore those um, symbols just as they would those nighttime dreams. And sometimes there is that connection between the the experience in waking life and then followed up by one in in sleeping sleeping awareness um, that reinforces or gives additional insight. So in a sometimes the dream will continue to unfold, and it might unfold either through the pondering of the dream like you said, when you write it down and you might analyze it. Or sometimes I encourage people to also look at fun ways to explore, like through drawing a dream or using color um, or maybe the story of the dream as if it was telling you a story, what it has to say. And these are like little techniques or tools to intuitively tap deeper into it. It's like we're given a little puzzle piece. Well, let's see if we can get a big picture out of it that can then give us um, more concrete um, wisdom to move forward with. There are many people that say, and I know I, I, I've heard this most of my life, so please jump in and correct me here. Um, there are many people that say if, you know, if you keep getting the same dream over and over again, it doesn't, it doesn't look like you're paying attention. So you better do something and pay attention to the dream or do what the dream is telling you to do. That could be a little confusing. Why is it we have reoccurring dreams? Is it, is it because of that <laughs> or did somebody make that up? Well, I think there is some insight, you know, some validation to that sometimes. And and I don't know that there's always an always situation in mm. dream work and interpreting. And it always comes back to the dreamer to interpret what does this dream mean to me. Um, but sometimes with recurring dreams, there could be that aspect, okay, we're not getting the full um, story of the dream, and there are many layers to the dream, so maybe we get one insight. But sometimes it's also just confirming where you are at the moment, Um I have, you know, maybe in a in a state of stress, I might have the same kind of dream that I had two years ago in a similar state of stress, and it may be just validating to me consciously, okay, this is what's going on. But sometimes people also feel very stuck in their lives in their in their normal waking routine, and they feel like they're on that treadmill and stuck. And I think sometimes dreams can be reoccurring to show us that, okay, we're still here, or you know, we can move. If, if we can look at this a little deeper, we can move beyond it and into some other dreams. And, and with those recurring ones where we do feel like it's, we're stuck in a certain position in yeah. our lives, that's where I think getting back to the body and, and using things like um, uh, focusing on the breath and um, moving with um, mm-hmm. even bringing up an image. If it's like, okay, if I'm trying to open the door to escape somebody chasing me and I can't get out, pulling up the emotion behind it. Oh. And, and then working with that until it kind of purifies it out of, you know, purifies in the awareness of holding it, not repressing it, but just kind of um, allowing either the breath or movement in Qigong to help then transform it and transcend it. And that's where I think the power of working with dreams, like you were mentioning earlier, you, you as a child could work with your dreams and, yep. and have intention to move with it. Well, we can do the same thing in our waking life. And I love that. We've got a caller calling in. Let's go to the phones. Linda from New Jersey is calling in. Linda, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I want you I'm to meet good. Christina. Hi, Christina. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I have sort of a strange question because I can't tell you what the dream is because I've tried. I guess I've blocked it out. Uh-huh. But I'm not a person that dreams a lot. Um but I have these dreams occasionally that, and they're very strange. They're strange. I know they're strange dreams, but I can't tell you what it is, and they're very scary dreams. Mm-hmm. And I wake up startled. And then I sit there and I say, okay, you can't go back to sleep. Don't go back to sleep. Don't go back to sleep. So you're sitting there, and, it's, and then finally you go back to sleep, and you dream again like it's continued. Mm-hmm. And I've done that like all night long. So when I wake up in the morning, I can't remember exactly what it is, and I'm totally freaked out because I know there was something bad. It wasn't a good dream. It wasn't a happy dream. It was a very scary, scary dream. What do you yeah. do with that? I mean, because I didn't want to write it down. You know, people have said, write down your dreams so you remember what they are. Right. But I don't, didn't want to remember it. Right. And, that, and that's, that's where the hard part comes in. It, it's coming up. 
and there's a fear, but as, so long as, as it's um, kind of looked at or um, held in fear and not maybe looked at directly, it, it, it may be something that will just keep coming up. Um, you, you mentioned not wanting to write about it, and, and I honor that completely and understand sometimes even just the sensation, if we're not even sure what the, the threat is in the dream, is, is intimidating. Yeah. But um, if there's a means to kind of work with the dream, and sometimes it, it could be okay just, you know, writing intuitively and letting things flow and just see if, if as you're writing something comes up that relates to it, somehow linking, linking it to something. Because right now it, it sounds like you, you have this unknown in a sense. Um, the other thing to do is, is perhaps is, is when you're holding it, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about, okay, you have an emotion with the dream, and it sounds mm-hmm. like you have an emotional quality. That's coming through. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Yes, definitely. So yeah. if you were to just hold that maybe in front of you and in a time when you have an opportunity to kind of do some work, um, you know, not when you're racing around town in your car, but maybe at home in a, a nice space for yourself, and bring it up, you know, rather than pushing it away, invite it in and and if it helps, I like to do it in front of me. It's not as intimidating. And it's almost like, okay, bring that energy in front. Actually make it stronger and just sit with it. You're not going in the dream, so it maybe will feel a little safer that you're in your body, you know, you're awake, but you're, yeah. you're, you're looking and, and working at the emotional issue. And that's usually what is actually at the bottom of the dream, a scary dream, is there's an emotional quality that's looking to be purified. And I don't think we always need to know what it's about. But um, if you want to maybe try that, and it's important to you know, stay, in, stay in your breath, start with your breath, and breathe from the lower abdomen. And we really focus on this a lot in Qigong as far as this is kind of our, our um, cauldron for purifying off those um, impurities in the body, if you, if you want to think of it that way. And so holding mm-hmm. it, kind of breathing, continuing to breathe, and the exhale is a good way to kind of just feel and, and, and almost like you can feel sometimes the emotion slowly starting to kind of just mist off, mist off until it doesn't have that charge. And that's really when you feel like you get to the point where there isn't that charge, then you've done the healing work. But as a backup, what a nice little technique to do is to hold it out there, work with it, and then you can invite a spiral of energy. And the spiral in Qigong represents unity, and it's taking away, it's, it's unifying and taking it back to kind of the transcendent, you know, the eternal force, God, there's different names, but mm-hmm. you might want to try that. I, I remember I, I've had incredible, it seems so easy, and yet it can be so profound. And just send it up, and it can purify it like that, too. So, so when I have this during the night, I should try to do this when I wake up and say, okay, I don't want to go back to sleep because I don't want to dream it again. Is that the time to do it? I think it might be safer for you to feel doing it when you are awake and, and not feeling feeling the angst of the nightmare itself. So okay. I would invite you perhaps to do it as preventative work before going and, and allowing the dream to get you there. Mm-hmm. You know, bring it up consciously, bring up the emotional, magnify it, sit with it, just hold it kind of like in a bowl and let it purify just by just being with it. So, so what you're saying then is that there's something going on with me that I'm holding on to, a fear of something that I'm not willing to let go of. That's why it keeps coming back. Is that? I think it. I'm not going to to pinpoint it that specifically, but perhaps there is. This is a reflection of something going on inside that is perhaps not resolved. Mm-hmm. And so, whatever it is. You know, I would say just look to purify it, mm-hmm. bring it out, okay. clear it up, and then move forward. And, and more likely than not, you will have a validating experience that something has shifted yeah. okay. in a very positive Linda, way. Linda, when, before you came on, we were talking about reoccurring dreams, and I asked that question uh, about reoccurring dreams, dreams that keep coming back, not always scary dreams, but mm-hmm. sometimes dreams that just keep coming back. But I don't think many of us stop to think about what the dream is trying to tell us, so to speak. And I think, Christina, what you are sharing today, especially in that heartfelt story you shared about your dad, you know, there there are messages that we do get from the symbols in our lives. And certainly dreams are one form. 
But isn't it also true, Christina and Linda, you might have this in your life, isn't it also true that sometimes we find ourselves attracted to certain symbols? You know, in the Native American tradition, they would call them totems. For example, for whatever reason, I have this desire to have figures of wolves around me or that kind of energy, so to speak. And honestly, I've never seen a wolf. Um, mm-hmm. Other people may have dragons in their lives. Are these symbols that show up kind of in the same way as certain images in our dreams show up, or do they ha- take on a different perspective or meaning? Uh, so these are some positive symbols that are coming up recurrently that we feel yep. a close connection to. Correct. And so perhaps they are representing a certain aspect of ourselves. You know, sometimes a certain animal totem, like you're mentioning, has a certain quality about it. It could be wisdom, um, mm-hmm. could be courage. And sometimes these energies come up um, maybe to reflect something that we're feeling, something that we're, um, would be helpful to connect with in, in the time where we dream of it. Uh, and sometimes just because it feels like a part of us. And I think... Um, Whatever the situation, it is nice, and that I do think we have our personal symbols that are powerful in our lives. And I would say, if you look at Reiki, that those are certain symbols that are used in healing, and one could also use some of these dream images, the energy behind the signature of the symbol in healing work as well. So, many applications. Thank you. <laughs> Linda, did we, did we get most of your questions there? Yes, yes. And, and it's just um, getting through the night. I mean, it doesn't happen every night or, you know, once mm-hmm. a month or anything like that. It's just okay. every once in a while. Um, and I used to, when I was a kid, had a dream that it just came back to me now that I used to get um, lock myself in the bathroom because there was a witch outside trying to get me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bizarre. It was bizarre. And I've even had it as I got older. Which oh, and, you, and it, it's a very um, common dream thing to have up, come up, actually. It's very interesting. I was just speaking with a friend about witch dreams um, not too long ago. And I think, for me anyway, and you have to use your, um, your assessment to see if it applies to you, but when I think about the symbol of the witch and the, the, what that represents to me, it's kind of that creative potential. It's the, the wisdom of the body. The, the wisdom of our feminine instincts, uh-huh. and that we have kind of been 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 shoved away in our culture, I think, that we've grown up with. It hasn't been encouraged, and so what happens naturally for things that are um, not encouraged is we often maybe suppress parts of ourselves, and I think that's a common one, particularly perhaps for women. Um, and so part of the journey is to reconcile with this maybe positive energy that may have been suppressed or um, misunderstood or or just culturally um, held down. And so it's an opportunity on a personal level to heal that within ourselves. Yeah. That's a very positive way to look at it because I always looked at it as, okay, somebody's trying to get me and I don't know who that is. <laughs> No, and that's where, you know, when you start to really watch your dreams and, and, and share in dream groups, we really do see how common some of these symbols and, and the experience of our, our growth, how it comes through dreams and how um, there is that universal aspect, and I would say that is definitely one of them that I've seen. Uh-huh. Well, thank you very much. This was, this was very helpful for me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank, thank you. you for calling. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Thank you, Linda. Thank you Bye. so much. Well, we, you know, we've talked about a lot of things, um, you know, here, Christina, and thank you. That was a great call to really get a sense of how things do show up in our lives. Um, and so I wanted to, to ask you, uh, for people that are listening to the show, you know, what do we want them to pay attention to, especially if we are to interpret the messages we're getting? whether it be in our conscious or our subconscious beings, what is it we want to share with people so that they can get insight into perhaps some things that are, are trying to get their attention, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the main thing to go away with is the importance of following your dreams and that there is this immense wisdom 
that we can access um, that is available to us when we are open and ready to listen. And sometimes if we don't feel like we're remembering our dreams, maybe we have to just bring a little bit more of that yin or feminine or quiet time in our lives, contemplative inner time in a sense. And, and you know, there are things to do like um, stay in bed an extra half hour longer if you can on the weekends, maybe not during the work work week, but that you just have the space to allow the dreaming to come through and a space for quiet in an otherwise maybe crazy, busy life. Um, the other thing about dreams is there are no bad dreams, that they are all coming in the service of health and wholeness. Now, some of them may appear and have a negative feel to them, but that's usually just to bring attention to something that is ready to heal in our lives. And if we can work on those things on the inner planes, we don't need to reflect them in our external world. Because I do think there is that inner outer correlation. And like you said, we dream while we're awake and we have experiences that we learn from with people we encounter, relationships, just as we do with the nighttime symbols that come in our dreams as well. So to um, allow those maybe, look at those and not be so intimidated by those dreams to then um, transcend them. And that is the power of dream work. And when we work with our dreams and transcend them in our inner world, just think what we can do in our outer world as well. So well, um, I, that's it. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to continue on that vein of, of listen to your dreams, uh, find groups if you, to share dreams with is very helpful because it validates your inner experience. I think that's where people often get off track in their authenticity is they suppress parts of themselves. Oh, that, that dream's too weird. Oh, well, I don't know what it says about me or... Um, um, but so by sharing, we kind of feel empowered. We feel validated by who we are. And um, so to move forward and trying to understand dreams and to celebrate the dreams, and um, it just leads, it leads like in Taoism to the path, an easy path to our destiny and authentic, joyful living. So um, I wish everyone well on their journey. And I want to thank you so much, Christina, for joining us here today. You know, this, you have such a wonderful way to help us connect with so many different parts of who we are that we really keep dormant most of the time. So thank you for joining us. And please give out your website uh, one more time for our listeners. Well, thank you also, Dr. Pat. It was a pleasure to be on the show. And then the website, www.daoftarot.com. That would be T-A-O-O-F-T-A-R-O-T dot com. And thank you very much. Well, this has been a great show, and uh, this is a book that I think most of you are going to want to get a copy of, and certainly look up Christina's schedule and make sure you get to see her in person. Um, uh, One of the things that I do want to say to everyone here, when you go to the website, there's so much on her website that you can download. She said she's got the cards up there. You can take a look at those, and, of course, everything about her work Uh, is going to enable you to take your life to the next level. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show, as you all have done so absolutely amazingly. I love, love, love being able to connect with you. As I've said before, it's all of you out there that turn that dial on or turn on that computer that listen to the show that inspires me to keep doing what I do. And so remember as you step out into the world and you get an image or a symbol or you have a dream, there's something that is reaching out to you, something that's already within you, something that's calling you to a new learning and a new awakening. We're so glad we get to take this journey with you. For more information about us, check us out, www.thedrpatshow.com or simply drpatlive.com. And until next next time, please remember, keep dreaming. Keep smiling. We'll see you next time right here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We'll see you again. Found, better off dead, or so you said, but don't.
No. 